0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to see you this morning. Good morning, Dr. Paul. How are you this morning? Doing well. Doing well. All right but right. we found some news that's not doing so well. There are still problems yeah. out there. There's Big still news. a war going on. And some people are doing dumb things. Is it safe for us to say that our own government does a lot of dumb things? <laughs> or is that not permissible?
1: Dumb and evil. <laughs>
0: but Twitter, new ownership for Twitter, so maybe we won't get punished. But we have found something, because we've talked about this when the episode occurred, and that was uh, just several months ago last fall. And that had to do with the blowing up of the gas line, which you'd know, under a free market. And when we were, uh, you know, still got, uh, out of the Cold War and actually talking to Russians and talking to the Chinese and more trade, and a lot of people were benefiting. And the Europeans, if, if, uh, if, they, if they ever looked around, they probably had a tremendous opportunity because they're short of some supplies like oil and things like that. You think, well, I'm gonna, we should work with the Russians. You know, maybe they'll, maybe we can develop a partnership. And, uh, and it was even worked out where R- Russia would supply uh, a fuel gas and oil and send it through a pipeline. They put the pipeline there and said, the market's working, the market's working. Then all of a sudden, the pipelines yeah. are, are, are blown up. North Stream and both lines, they yeah. had two lines there and they blew, blew up both. And we of course talked about that, who, who was to, uh, gonna get some advantages to this. And uh, even then, our suspicions were that, you know, the uh, uh, United States is always looking to protect their markets. They're not looking to have free markets uh, yeah. because they use sanctions and wars and, and coups and all this thing. So they, uh, the United States doesn't have, uh, uh, you know, they had something to gain by this. But it turns out that, oh, no, that's just uh, superstition and that's hate america and you know love russia and all that kind of stuff stuff. but guess what you know our suspicions got some support from the a real expert who has a reputation he's been around a long time and he's still working and he's he's uh, not on social security i don't believe (laughs) and uh, and that's seymour hirsch he is well known he's uh, he's broken some very big Stories, especially stories that fit the scenario of being anti-war and some of the insanities that we did. Uh, But Seema Hirsch came in this release, and guess what? He says the United States was very, very much the ringleader of uh, leading the charge on blowing up those oil lines. And and the one thing that is reported now, which just blows my mind, (laughs) The German people who were benefiting from this, they went along with it. Yeah. It's sort of crazy, but uh, they don't uh, and they don't follow this by private property and free markets and things like that. It's always, uh, you know, political and who has the military power and who can put on sanctions and a lot of nonsense. So uh, we still have a little uh, job at educating people on how freedom really works.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, let's put on that first clip because this is Hirsch's piece. He just took out. A substack now. A substack is perfect for someone like Seymour Hersh because he's always been independent-minded, uh, and this is his opportunity to start a new career. Uh, <laughs> it's late in his career, but he's starting a new career. But it's an unbelievable blockbuster. The article is titled "How America Took Out the Nord Stream Pipeline." He talks about in great detail in this article about how it was done. It was under the cover of Balt Ops 22, which is a was a military exercise in the Baltic Sea in june and as he as he details in his piece navy divers uh dove down to the pipelines they attached some uh, some c4 onto the pipelines uh that could be rem- uh, remotely <coughs> detonated at an appropriate time and they did the administration dithered back and forth deciding uh when they should blow it up and they finally blew it up as we know in september 22nd and uh, you're right you know at the time we were saying why would russia blow up its own <laughs> pipeline that doesn't make sense and we were called oh you're just apologists for putin <laughs> you know just using logic so it's incredible biden did it uh and it's, people would say well this is impossible This is so shocking that the u.s would do such a thing well this is the exact team that was behind the maidan in the coup in the first place it was victoria newland it was tony blinken it was jake sullivan and the, ring, the ringleader was Joe Biden, whose son, of course, was making a lot of money out of Ukraine after they overthrew the government. So this is the same team that gave us my Dan, and now they gave us a blown up pipeline, according to Seymour Hersh. It's absolutely astonishing, the criminality, if what he reports is true.
0: You know, the whole, whole problem, there'll still be uh, Russia bashing. Yeah. And if they take a rest from that, then they can go all, go back, which they're <laughs> currently doing. You know, with, with China, they're not concentrating on what we concentrate on, and that is a uh, em- an emphasis on uh, personal liberty and free markets and sound money, which we think would uh, create a much better world. Uh, but. But this is very big news, and uh, I think the administration was had to say, "Oh, this couldn't possibly be true. These are all just misinformation, and therefore you don't have to believe this stuff." And then the, the ones who are determined to want to believe that stuff, just like they were always wanting to believe the garbage they were passing about COVID, oh yeah, yeah, they, these guys that are stirring up trouble, uh, we we have to we have to take care of this. So, uh, to, to me. It's just a, a sad state of affairs. It's so unnecessary. And it's always the bottom line for me is, okay, what if the shoe was on the other, other foot? What if, uh, what if we had a really uh, justifiable oil line or uh, uh, pipes between a couple countries and we built it and we had a contract and it was open and, and we were thriving? And then some other enemy that wanted to punish us came in and blew it up. Yeah. Uh, and they, Well, we weren't on their property because we were dealing with a couple other countries. So this pipeline wasn't in Russia. So they say, oh, it wasn't on Russian territory. You can't escalate the war. But let me tell you. This is going to escalate the war. I mean, I think that uh, uh, how, how could if my instinct is to get really upset with people who did this? Uh, how do you think the Russians are feeling okay. right now? Because they have really been punished unnecessarily, and uh, and and now they're they're getting more support from some people and say, oh, yeah, the Russians are behind this. Russians are behind it. But Hirsch. Hirsch is, Hirsch's we're benefiting from Hirsch because of his great credibility.
1: Yeah. The thing, look how America freaked out over a Chinese weather balloon over the country. We basically were de- ready to declare war on China. <laughs> Imagine if the Russians had actually blown up one of our pipelines. It would have been war. Uh, and it's just incredible that the Russians have shown so much restraint. Let's go into the next clip because this shows a little bit more about how they did it. This is from Hirsch's piece. December of 21. Two months before the Russian tanks rolled into Ukraine, Jake Sullivan, that's the National Security Advisor of the President, who was deeply involved in the Maidan coup, he convened a meeting of newly formed task force, men and women from the Joint Chiefs, the CIA, and State and Treasury, and asked for recommendations about how to respond to Putin's impending invasion. Go to the next one, Uh, and this is also from the article. What became clear to participants according to the source with direct knowledge of the process, is that Sullivan intended for the group to come up with a plan for the destruction of two Nord Stream pipelines, and that he was delivering on the desires of the president. So this team, CIA, Jake Sullivan, Victoria Nuland, Blinken, they're the ones that cooked this up. They're the ones that carried it out. And the thing is, it's not so surprising that they did it because they basically admitted it uh, remember, just like in the phone call with Victoria Nuland in 2014 where she's talking about how they're going to overthrow the government, who's going to get in power next. Victoria Nuland, of one thing, she's, she's, she's very upfront and very frank. In fact, we have two uh, video clips of her. If we can play that first one, here she is warning that the U.S. will stop that pipeline. You might want to put in your earpiece, Dr. Paul, and listen to this first clip of Victoria Nuland. This is before the invasion of Russia into Ukraine. Here she's threatening.
0: Um, With regard to Nord Stream 2, uh, we continue to have uh, very strong and clear conversations uh, with our German allies, and I want to be clear with you today. If Russia invades Ukraine, one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward.
1: Now, I apologize for the low volume on this, but let's look at the next one. She she basically threatened right there before the thing was blown up. And let's listen to what she had to say after it was blown up. She's thrilled about it. She basically admits it. Here she is uh, uh, back in January.
0: Senator Cruz, uh, like you, I am, and I think the administration is very gratified to know that Nord Stream 2 is now, as you like to say, a hunk of metal at the bottom of the sea. Senator Cruz,
1: They're thrilled about it. They're thrilled that they did it. They openly admit it and we're supposed to be shocked. So in a way we owe Hirsch a great debt of gratitude for (laughs) putting it all together and telling us how it happened. But it's not like it was a huge surprise.
0: You know, it's such a mixed deal You know, nuclear power and nuclear energy could be a real blessing to the whole universe if they would use it for peaceful purposes. And a lot of it is. And it's uh, probably not nearly as dangerous as they claim unless some warmongers get hold of it and they use it as threat because I'm going to blow up the world if you don't obey what we do. And so it's this uh, fight in between. And I was looking at that and they described, I guess it was Hirsch's article, that described in detail how, how how they went down there and put those bombs in there and how they were set off and i thought that that takes skill yeah here all this skill is being used to destroy something and and move us toward further uh, closer to a war uh with russia really that's what it does and uh, so often things in life are that way the good and the bad you can use uh, use something for good but also (laughs) the opposite unfortunately this is technology that is pretty pretty amazing to me on what what they can do down under under the sea and building the pipelines pretty astounding as well yeah but and it would have been a perfect example but but you know from the very beginning the, uh, the NATO forces, uh, you know, never had any intention on following through on their, uh, their promises and their inclinations that, uh, you know, for long-term peace, uh, it should not look like the Europeans are going to put uh, military uh, personnel and troops and weapons on the Russian border. Yeah. Well, it seems like uh, they violated that uh, so-called promise. Yeah, of course. And here are some clips that I meant
1: to put up, but I didn't, so I'm just going to read them. And this is from Hersh's piece. He puts it in his own article. Asked for comment, Adrian Watson, a White House spokesperson, said in an email, quote, this is a false and complete fiction. Tammy Thorpe, spokesperson for the CIA, wrote, quote, this claim is completely and utterly false. So that's the White House's reaction. Now here's Hersh's own uh, reasons for opening his substack because this is what they said before. I've been told my stories were wrong, invented, outrageous for as long as I can remember, but I've never stopped. In 2004, after I perched, published the first <clears throat> stories about the torture of Iraqi prisoners at Abu Ghraib, a Pentagon spokesman responded by calling my journalism, quote, a tapestry of nonsense. They said I was a guy who threw a lot of crap against the wall and expect someone to peel off what's real. So this is what they said back when he exposed Abu Ghraib. I'm sure they said the same thing when he exposed the, the uh, massacre at Malay. uh, the same thing. He said he couldn't even get it published. So over and over, if, if this was just some guy writing on a blog, it would be different. But this is a guy with a reputation for 50 or so years of getting the hard stories right, and it gives a huge amount of weight to what he's written. But I, lo- I did a little search to see what the mainstream media was doing, Dr. Paul, this is how Reuters explained Seymour Hirsch, legendary Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. Uh, this is how they wrote it. White House says blog post on Nord Stream explosion utterly false. <laughs> it's a blog post. It's just a blog post. You they know? went down and they
0: examined they sh- it at all and found out yeah. uh, everything was okay. But
1: it, 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 here's a legendary journalist, and they just call him a blogger. They don't even name his name in the headline. So it just goes to show uh, the reaction. Um, well,
0: I, I guess we haven't heard <clears throat> what are the potential retaliations by Russia, but but they they aren't going to forget about this. Yeah, I mean this this would is a we? Big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, of course, <laughs> the American people probably aren't even hardly aware of it, and they're going to believe this stuff. But Hirsch is so powerful as a journalist. Yeah. I mean uh, he he must on a personal level be awfully annoyed with where journalism is going oh, yeah. where they're teaching you yeah. we talked about it that just blows my mind they're teaching the students in journalism that objective reporting is detrimental to uh, to to the, the people <laughs> and, and, and to, to the justice system social justice you can't have social justice which is total communism if uh, if you do that so they, it is a real pity and uh, but he he um, I'm glad he's I'm glad he's active
1: (laughs) yeah well the crazy thing is how the Germans are cowering over this I mean they must have known early on here they are freezing all winter their uh, energy bills have God knows what quadrupled quintupled what have you they're all going broke and it's their own closest ally who blew up their pipeline that was giving them free natural gas heating their homes running german industry which was the pride of europe it's gone it's devastated they're becoming a third world country and olaf scholz is just sitting around you know like this it's i, I've, I never i never thought i would see this in germany
0: <clears throat> yeah and and their argument is that well we do we they were doing it for, to want to help ukraine <laughs> you <laughs> know instead of oh yeah we've got to help ukraine and, and and get get these russians out of here because they might invade us someday and they use that scare tactic but uh, I think there is a misinterpretation. And right now, there's a step backwards. There's just no way that uh, this is a positive step for what's going on. Because even when the we talk about this a couple times already, and that is when there are offers with two, the two sides, let's have a let's have a talk. Yeah. Let's, let's just just talk about how we can stop the war. And, of course, we're getting more people that have not been in that tone are saying, you know, we can't win this thing. (coughs) One of these days we're going to have to talk. (coughs) and Hopefully that happens.
1: Yeah. Well, let's move on. I mean, it is crazy. It's astonishing. Uh, And it'll be interesting to see if the Germans are able to do anything. My guess is that they're not. uh, And I also believe that the mainstream media, of course, is going to do its very best to bury this story. And they're pretty good at burying stories. So. We'll see what happens but the next thing we want to talk about we saw this on zero hedge and it kind of goes along with the first one in a way um and as if anyone didn't know this (laughs) we put this next one up the ukraine war as john mccain's legacy and it's an interesting post because it points out just how involved the late senator from arizona the late warmongering senator from arizona was involved from the beginning and put on this next one this is from the article this is a tweet that john mccain put out just before the Maidan coup he said it's an inspiring opportunity to speak to the Ukrainian people today at Maidan America stands with you he was literally in the middle of the coup in Ukraine encouraging the people to overthrow a duly democratically elected government this is his legacy.
0: Yeah, he, he, he even back then, before 2014, he had a street named after John yeah. McCain. <laughs> yeah. You know, and uh, that was in 2013. He was very much involved leading leading up to it. So, uh, you know, once they get in this attitude that solutions come from military power and strength, they are authoritarians and that's their weapon. It's not reason and offer peace and diplomacy and trade with people and, and be honest with each other, they have nothing. As a matter of fact, they have to undermine that because they don't want the truth out. And they have to accuse them of lying. That's immediately what happened. Yeah. Oh, the Russians are lying. The Russians are lying. This sort of thing. They have to blame somebody else. But uh, that's why we admire somebody like Hirsch because uh, he... He, in a, in, a, in a scientific way, wants to know the truth as how, how many good scientists, there weren't yeah. enough, but with COVID, yeah. th- that, you know, on the, on the short run lost a lot, but on the long run, they're proven to be re, uh, right on the, their arguments.
1: Exactly. Well, this next clip is from the article, and it's fr- it's, it, we've seen it before, but this is from 2016. This is John McCain and Lindsey Graham in Ukraine urging the Ukrainian government to go to war against Russia and promising the U.S. would back it up if it goes to war against Russia. Now, people will say the Russian attack was absolutely unprovoked, unbelievable. Well, that is not true. And here is one of many, many exhibits that this was all very well planned by McCain, Graham, Blinken, Newland, and all the neocons. Just listen to the first minute of Lindsey Graham and John McCain urging Ukraine to go to war against Russia. Your
0: fight is our fight. Ваша боротьба це наша боротьба. 2017 will be the year of offense. Рік до тисячі рік буде ріком нападу. All of us will go back to Washington, and we will push the case against Russia. Ми всі повернемося до Вашингтону і ми будемо відстоювати санкції проти Росії. Enough of a Russian aggression. It is time for them to pay a heavier price. I believe you will win. I am convinced you will win. And we will do everything we can to provide you with what you need to win. That. Uh, 2017
1: is going to be the year of offense. We were told this whole thing was defense. was are only on defense. This is going to be the year of offense. We're going to give you everything you need to take on Russia. This is John McCain's legacy, and Lindsey Graham is still is still there doing the same thing. Right.
0: You know, this situation. If you go back ten, fifteen years ago, and and there's there was it was a problem spot. But if uh, the leaders of our country would have understood and had a desire for neutrality, this would have been a perfect, perfect time to do it. But no, uh, it was domination, uh, you know, whether in Syria we have to get their oil and the whole works, it's never, never n- neutral. But not only is it not neutral, we become the instigators. Yeah. I mean, they—they—they they, they, they didn't come and offer it here. Here we have senators that they're smart U.S. senators, and they're powerful people, and they have another plan. Uh, so, so it's such such a shame that uh, the thrust and the intent of the founders how how we should avoid this oh no we're not really at war we just fight wars and we spend billions and billions of dollars promoting war and yet they say oh no uh, it, it's not necessary to declare a war and the congress congress seems to always go along with it until they get really into trouble like you're getting right now that's why we delight in the fact that uh, some of the some of the Republicans at least now are saying, you know, uh, and, uh, and sometimes I question their motivation, but some of them now are saying, why are we sending some money money over there? And that's starting to reflect the fact of the reality of the bankruptcy. How can we keep doing this and adding up to the troubles and looking at the troubles here at home? And I think they've only started. Now, if you want to talk about lying, I think it's here at home on uh, there, there's never any inflation yeah. and, and there's never a uh, recession going on so it's it's always okay and uh, and yet uh, f- fortunate uh, people do wake up and when they do some honest polling they find out that the American people aren't quite with some of the uh, talk that you hear from the left anyway
1: yeah that's what you say the people the people really are the leading edge of opinion the politicians follow and that's I think what we're seeing well one member who's not going along with this who's swimming against the tide if we put this up this next one is Matt Gates. Now, he's a mixed bag uh, on many things, but on this, he's been very good. This is from Zero Hedge again. Matt Gates steps out of line on Ukraine. Representative Matt Gaetz early this week took an extremely unpopular position within the D.C. swamp, saying just before President Biden's Tuesday night State of the Union, how much more for Ukraine? Is there any limit? And let's do the next one because this is a little bit more of his statement. Uh, it's pretty good stuff. He went off on a House floor speech Monday, how much more for Ukraine? Is there any limit? Which billionth dollar really kicks in the door? Which red line we set will we not later cross? And then he said, tomorrow, President Biden will tell us how much more we must do for Ukraine. Look around your house. How much stuff is made in Ukraine, or even Russia for that matter? So why Ukraine, a country that just rounded up dozens of senior leaders in his coru- government, over overt corruption perhaps the answer is as simple as the hunter biden life motto the grifters got a grift
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, that that is that is the problem that we have and it's it's a good speech it's very helpful it's it's uh the, it's factual in this sense but then i say well Boy, I, I was more excited when I started reading it, and then when I further looked into it, it's not part of the principle that I am aiming for and, and promoting. That is of non-intervention in a consistent manner. So uh, I, I think, if I, I'm pretty sure, I'm safe to say that he's he's not treating China the same way yeah. because some of these people that want to back off, you know, say, well, China's different, yeah. and uh, here here right now we have. Guess who? Guess who's going to China? Uh, to, to Taiwan, you know, to yep. stir up Taiwan. You know, the speakers go, and McCarthy's planning on going, but McCall's planning on going. And it's, uh, and yet at the same time, you know, uh, the highest level of trade right now is still going on with China. Oh yeah, and and that, they, <coughs> the the hawks want to blame China, you know, for all this trading and selling our stuff. Well, we buy it voluntarily. They have dollars. They earned the dollars by, uh, you know, selling stuff, and and, and it, so it's all all their fault. But uh, yeah, and they're not forcing us to buy it. But it's all uh, blame blame just China, and we have to crack down on. Them. In a way, I think subconsciously and maybe more consciously, the uh, the Chinese who are these terrible terrible communists are probably using a few principles of the market, and they're outdoing us. Yeah. You know, because look at all the money they spend in Africa, and uh, but but they're investing. The their money, and we're in more countries than they are. But it's always to cost trouble <laughs> yeah. we go over with our troops, yeah. but not with not with people trying to sell some goods and services that we're producing in this country. But we're real good at printing money, yeah. So we'll send it over there. Well, we'll buy that stuff, and that'll prop them up, and let them come back and buy it. Eventually, it will end, and I think that's what we're witnessing now. Is it's it's cracking, and people realize it.
1: Well, unfortunately, the only goods we we produce here in the US are military weapons yeah. that's it there's nothing else that we do yeah the saber-rattling as you point out toward China is absurd uh, you know you look at our military we have given literally everything to Ukraine we don't even have a bullet left if we wanted to these guys think that they're going to take on China and Russia at the same time I don't know what they're smoking up there in Washington but it must be something very strong I'm just going to close out from my from my perspective by thanking you everyone for watching the show Uh, thanks for being patient when we sometimes have to travel out of town we appreciate you being here we appreciate you subscribing to our channel hitting like spreading it around we do our best to bring you the truth the unvarnished truth and the only way that it can get around is with the help of all of you who are watching the show so thanks again for watching Dr. Paul
0: very good I want to close by making a couple points about the environmental movement dealing with Bill Gates and John Kerry because they want to make sure we have an Earth in a couple years from now, and the way it's going is not doing well. Sometimes they claim people flying jet airplanes and pollute the air and they're ruining the country. And so the reporters are really pretty sharp. They say, but you fly around in a jet airplane all the time. Your own jet. And you're polluting more than any other person doing it. Oh, but they both had a very similar, uh, similar answer. And it's sort of like, but we're different <laughs> it, and uh, it, what we're doing is saving the earth so therefore we can justify this and they, and they use the same tune, we're different and therefore, we must use this. And it sort of goes along with this. We gotta. Uh, but the people who who have to follow the rules are suffering. They lose jobs, and the, uh, inflation comes along. It's sort of like, yeah, they and and they're aplausey about this. They said, well, they should they should do this. <laughs> so, so they uh, uh, they it's sort of like um, you, you have to uh, destroy the village to save the village. The the, the poor people. They have to do this to save the village, and they and, and these guys are to think it's just, just arrogance is so bad. And, you know, Pelosi was Pelosi was pretty good at this too. Matter of fact, she she started this thing about running off to Taiwan yeah. to show how we really care, and uh, then they can go and do some more China bashing.
1: What was the thing that Kerry said because it was really amazing?
0: Yeah, John Kerry probably said called it. Only choice for somebody like me, <laughs> <laughs> and I think Carrie Carry uh, and uh, Gates used the same tone. It's uh, it, it, it's they're special, yeah, and, and and they they more more or less they did it. You know, well, they're doing it right there. Only choice for somebody like me. Like me. <laughs> oh, it's so nice to have people like that taking care of us. And uh, that's wonderful. And they have to live in poverty because, uh, you know, they have to prove that they're honest and true. But uh, that's not the way it is. Anyway, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Liberty Report. Uh, please come back soon.